Today in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we are going to be talking about the CM Punk fiasco and versus the Elite and what happened in the scrum, my opinion on all this that happened. We're going to have that. You heard it from every other podcaster out there who does a wrestling podcast, but you're going to be listening to my opinion and my thoughts and what is the future of the company. We're going to have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Reports. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One. And today we are going to be talking about the situation with CM Punk versus the Elite. The whole, uh, the whole drama that happened this past Sunday at the Scrum and whatnot. But before I start, I want to give rem- remembrance to those who... Lost their lives today. Today is the 21 anniversary of 9-11. And I just want to say, you know, rest in peace to those we lost on that uh, horrible day and whatnot. And um, we hope that a lot of these people are, uh, you know, some type, they have some type of closure. Uh, I know it's not easy and whatnot, but, uh, you know, uh, we all we could do is just remember them and we never forget those who lost their lives, including the 300 plus firefighters we lost, the 20 something plus police department, NYPDs, uh, officers that died, EMTs, and all the people that passed away uh, trying to save lives. So, with that, again, uh, rest in peace, all those people we lost today. So, let's jump here on the whole CM Punk fiasco. Now, as you guys know, a couple of weeks ago, CM Punk made his return on the match between John Moxley and Chris Jericho. Upon his return, he had a little face-off with uh, Mr. John Moxley, and uh, and John Moxley gave him the middle finger. Of course, uh, when CM Punk returned the following week, he came back sounding miserable, like he was thinking a lot during his injury. And, I mean, he called out uh, Adam Page. When I saw that, I said, okay, this man came back pissed off. Why is he calling Adam Page out? Now, his situation with Adam Page, I personally feel that he did not go over with Adam Page uh, according to the promo. Now, Adam Page did mention something about workers' equality, meaning... That this was a situation where I believe during that same week they were talking about Cole Cabana being released by AEW. Uh, everybody was blaming CM Punk. Has something to do with that behind the scenes. The Young Bucks and Omega saved uh, Cole Cabana from getting f- uh, let go from AEW. Instead, Tony Khan decided to put him in Ring of Honor since he had bought Ring of Honor. And since that time, we only seen Cole Cabana in 
two matches in Ring of Honor and whatnot. Two of them were the pre-show or the zero hour as they call it. Okay. So, I mean, not that Cole Cabana is a guy who uh, is going to give you, uh, what do we say, move the needle. He's not. But he was part of Dark Order. You know, uh, and at the end of the day, you know, Dark Order has diminished in the last couple of, uh, probably the last couple of months, even worse, they, lose, they lost to Grayson and whatnot. Uh, so Dark Order is not the same. And you haven't seen Coke Banner with Dark Order in God knows how many months. So with that being said, uh, you know, Hangman Page mentioning that in a promo, you saw CM Punk smirking when that promo was going on and that hangman page said i'm here to save aew from you now when i first saw that promo i was like wow they're really saying that cm punk is trying to you know take over aew and whatnot well as the week passed this week there was uh a comment being made that Mr. CM Punk was in Tony Khan's ear while Adam Page was the AEW World Champion. Pretty much probably telling, you know, that he was concerned about Adam Page. Uh, and, and when I heard that, I was like, uh, okay, maybe you was in Tony Khan's ear and say, oh, let me beat Adam Page for the, uh, for the AEW title. Of course, after that, you saw that Adam Page lost the belt to CM Punk and then he didn't get a title shot he said he mentioned it uh, on uh, probably a couple of weeks later he said I know I'm not going to get a title shot from CM Punk from the AEW world champion but I'm going to go after the IWGP he wanted to fight Okada at that time and that's when he wrestled for the IWGP belt but already CM Punk was hurt so the, the, the crazy part is when he came back he came back. He came back miserable. So I would say, what is what is his problem? He went after John Moxley, and whatnot. He said that John Moxley was the second best wrestler in the Blackpool Combat Club. He said Eddie Kingston was the best, was the second best Kingston, and whatnot. So, and and then he was just just burying everybody. He was just burying everybody. He came in miserable, uh, mad as God know what. And Moxley confronted him. And then they had this, uh, this, uh, you know, this melee that, you know, then Tony Khan said, oh, let's put him uh, the following week for the AEW title instead of All Out. Instead, they had the title match the following week, and it was just horrendous. Moxley beat CM Punk in a matter of less than five minutes. And whatnot. They made it look like, you know, CM Punk hurt his foot and whatnot. Only for then, the following week, uh, you saw uh, a steel come out of nowhere and grab a contract that was thrown on the floor by Moxley, who said it was an open contract. Steel came out, did this Rocky, you know, Rocky Balboa, Mickey type shit speech to get Punk all hyped up. And that led off to All Out. And all out, you know, CM Punk did some rocky shit again and ended up winning the AEW world title for the second time. 
So with that being said, he won the title for the second time. You figure he's in Chicago. He just won the AEW world title. But earlier during the night in All Out, they had the casino, uh, a casino uh, uh, ladder match. And the Joker was not determined. Instead, Stokely and his guys came out and attacked everybody in the ring. And uh, pretty much took the chip from the top of the, of the ladder. And they, went and they ended up giving it to somebody else. A guy with a mask. I already knew it, was, it had to be MJF. I already knew that. But I said maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it's not him. But I was like, no. Nah. But then when he did the shoosh with Ma, I said, that's MJF. Again, uh, CM Punk ends up winning the AEW World title in Chicago, in his hometown. And soon as MJF unmasked himself, the crowd in Chicago at, by then didn't give a rat's ass whether CM Punk won the world title or not. Because right after that, you saw him, okay, right after that, you saw CM Punk look a little upset frustrated because the fans started chanting mjf mjf so already the man was already pissed off because you know um you know he is winning the world title in chicago and he figures he's gonna get the greatest pop he ever had in his career and the pop the bigger pop was for mjf a guy who you know even in the scrum, he said it. Tony Khan wants me to wrestle assholes. And when he came to the back, you know, to, to the scrum, I think he was already irritated. He was already irritated because the minute that the guy from Wrestling Inc., the so-called reporter, these journalists, fake journalists, was asked him a question. I don't even think he asked him a question. See, a punk went on the attack. He started saying, asking the guy, ain't you and Coke Banner best friends or whatever to that case? And the guy was like, well, I haven't spoken to Cabana in a while. And that's when CM Punk went off. Started talking about the, uh, you know, uh, he started talking about uh, uh, the Coke Cabana, what he did. And it's been many years. These guys hasn't talked. And when he started talking about Cole Cabana, I'm like, why are you talking about Cole Cabana on a night you just won the AEW World title? You're making it about yourself. You're not even talking about um, MJF coming out. There might be your next challenger and whatnot. You, 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 he, he made it about himself. Started even, he even went as far as to even... Um, Go and talk about Cole Cabana having a banking account or, uh, or account with his mother. Why are you telling the man's business? Why? You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you're mad because they're saying that you're responsible for almost getting Cole Cabana getting, uh, not re-signed by AEW. You're so upset about that. But it's funny because the reports that after all this nonsense that happened on Sunday, you was already in Tony Khan's ear because you was concerned about Adam Page. Title ring. Why are you concerned about Adam Page's title ring? And the fact that 
the you know you you, you want to be a, a uh, what was it a uh, uh, someone that the younger talent could go up to and ask questions whatever. Uh, maybe you're not approachable, and then especially what you done what we had done the last three weeks, you know, or the three weeks before that. Do you think any of the younger talent want to come to you and ask you anything? You know, you've been known as an a-hole in the independent scene, as of Kevin Owens. You know, you, you, you went after him because he was wearing a shirt in Ring of Honor instead of a, 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 a one singlet. So you, you have a bad reputation as it is. You had a bad reputation when we were in WWE. You know? And that, when he started with that, that really started, I started questioning um, his, if he was the problem in WWE. And the reason I said that, and this is before the scrum, I had done already a podcast on my YouTube channel when he went off the script and went for, for business for himself. And when I saw that, I said, maybe he's the problem. And it's funny because right after the scrum, after Monday, uh, Monday, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, somebody put a, a video where Triple H said, and I quote, on 2012, I think it was, when he said, you know, when you're not on top, it doesn't benefit you. So now, you know, you got all this, you're the, the voice of the voices, but it only benefits you when you're on top. You know what I'm saying? And Triple H said it best. Maybe you got a lot of fans here, but there's people here who love the WWE the way it is. And maybe it was Punk who had the problem. Who felt that he had to be on top of the game. The man still is pissed off to this day that he never main evented a WrestleMania. Never. Never got to main event WrestleMania. His magic is Undertaker. He wanted it to be a main event. It didn't happen. So the man walks around pissed off at the world. So, you know, but that led up to other things in the scrum. So we'll be right back and we're going to continue talking about this. After this, the Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene, taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. And we're back. So we're going to continue on with the CM Punk situation and giving you my opinion. Uh, pretty much I'm going to be talking about this through the whole episode and whatnot. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy how things turned out as far as uh, this whole scrum thing. Um, Again, so after he decided that, you know, he uh, wanted to um, continue on with his rant, if you want to call that, his little rant, um, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't want to stop. He didn't want to stop. Uh, you know, he, he went after the elite. And that was the part that bugged me out. You went after the elite. I started talking about that the elite don't know how to manage anything, not even target. Um, he went after the elite. 
Now, I'm not going to defend the elite like I want to defend them because if it would have been different, I, I, you know, because the elite as of late, I mean, the fact that they made the trios title and you had a guy like, you know, guys like the House of Black being like one of the best trios going on. And I think they were the best trios team there. Now with Malachi Black gone, you can say goodbye to the House of Black. It's not going to be the same. In case you guys don't uh, haven't heard, but uh, Malachi Black is no longer with AEW and whatnot. So with that being said, um, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy that they created this. Um, they created this. Uh, how you call it? The this trios belt and they made it for the for the elite they made it for the elite that's what they did they made it for the elite and whatnot and so the trio's titles they you know they, they they get the titles and whatnot so and that's one of the reasons i'm not too happy with the elite second of all the fact that the young bucks do not want to wrestle ftr and when they had those belts, they didn't want to wrestle FTR because they know the fans are not going to be with them. The fans are going to be with FTR. Every time they come out, people start chanting FTR. So them being a-holes about it and don't want to wrestle FTR, um, it's crazy because you, I mean, you have to be, uh, uh, you know, very, very ignorant to not try to push the next talent. And you're supposed to be the EVPs, which that EVP title, you know, at first I kept saying, well, you can't call them EVPs because last year Tony Khan took that away from them. But they're still under contract with that EVP title, you know. So technically they're EVPs. But the fact that uh, CM Punk was on that scrum and called out the elite and then had the nerve and the audacity to say, if you have a problem with me, come to my face and talk about it. You know, let's let's talk about it. He pretty much planted the seed of having the Young Bucks and Omega confront him somewhere in the locker room, whether it was going to be that night or not that night. But you said it. If you have a problem with me, come see me. So they went to see him. Now, the the uh, the stories going around is that you know that that. Uh, the, the young bucks went in there and they kicked the door down. And it's funny because I posted something on my on my Twitter this week where it shows uh, CM Punk's door and then the elite triple kicking the door down. And I started laughing because I'm like, I could I could probably see that, you know, them doing that. Um, it's funny because you know they said they they kicked the door down. They were knocking on the door. CM Punk didn't want to. They didn't want to open the door because he just had a tough match with John Moxley. And then to top it off, uh, reports came in that CM Punk was the first one to swing at one of the Young Bucks. Ace Steels was in the room. Ace Steels was in the room with his wife, supposedly. Ace Steels' wife was watching Larry. Now I don't know what the fuck a dog is doing inside the locker room, but. The dog was there. Uh, so they made it seem that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega 
were the more the aggressive ones. At, well, first they claimed it was CM Punk who swung it at the Young Bucks. So they said that he threw the first punch. And the A still went and threw a chair at Nick Johnson. I mean, uh, Nick Jackson. I don't know where I got Nick Johnson from. Nick Jackson. And then they said that Nick Jackson got knocked out. Matt Jackson was sporting a black eye. So this was the beginning of the, when all the reports were coming in. So nobody knew what, what happened. Then they said that it was the Young Bucks who were the one who were the aggressors. And that Kenny Omega was trying to save, ready for this? Larry the dog. And that Omega got bitten by A Steel and got his hair pulled. So, again, the more, the more I heard about this, the more uh, I had to laugh. Because why they pulled Kenny Omega's hair and why did A Steel bit Kenny Omega? Or was it Larry the dog who bit him? You know what I'm saying? But we will never know. Why is Kenny Omega trying to save the dog and whatnot? So it, 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 it was funny because there were so many reports going in. Then the next day, they handed suspensions where Christopher Daniel, Pat Buck, Brian Cutler, uh, the elite uh, who else got, uh, got suspended for being part of the whole fiasco. Now, my thing is, what part did Cutler, Jack, uh, Cutler, uh, Christopher Daniels, Pat Buck all played in that? Were they were the one trying to stop it, or were they were in the side of the elite? Uh, we don't know. We will never know. They even went as far as to say, as a third independent party, are investigating this whole scenario. I even read on Friday that MJF may be questioned about this. If MJF was nowhere to be around that. Now, my thing is, all this happened was because Tony Khan allowed this to happen. Tony Khan has lost total, total um, control of this whole situation. And I say that because, uh, you know, he didn't stop CM Punk. From doing whatever he won. CM Punk went as far to. Uh, even to. Uh, not, not even CM Punk. Let me correct that. Because it wasn't CM Punk. It was more of. Um, Tony Khan. Trying to. Um, he was trying to. Uh, you know. Uh, tell you know, Trying to calm the situation down. And say that, you know, that everything, there wasn't CM Punk who tried to get uh, Cole Cabana fired and all that. And CM Punk said, you don't have to explain nothing. And it's like he was, he just cut him off. You just cut your boss off in the middle of a fucking conversation, in the middle of a scrum. Okay. And Tony Khan did not do anything about that. Okay, I don't even think Tony Khan knew that something was going in the back until Jericho whispering in his ear said something just jumped off in the back. Okay? And, you know, the fact that, that, that CM Punk cut the, his boss off in the middle of, a, of him answering a question shows you that CM Punk already has try, is trying to take over the whole company as far as I'm going to do whatever I want. 
You can't tell me nothing. Blah, 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 blah. But now with all this is happening, right? All this happening now, uh, Tony Khan has not said anything. Again, the suspensions were given. The elite got suspended. They got stripped off the trios title. They have, who are, they just have one on All Out and whatnot. And CM Punk and A Steel, uh, their faith were still hanging in the balance. Out of all this, at the end, Tony Khan decided on Wednesday to strip uh, CM Punk off the title because he got hurt again. So a bicep, bicep injury. Maybe out for eight months. A Steel probably is done with the company and whatnot. He probably got fired. And God knows when the elite will be back. So at the end of the day, Tony Khan allowed all this to happen. All of it. People don't want it. People want to put like CM Punk was right for being mad at Adam Page, being mad at Cole Cabana. But let's be realistic. These are stuff that happened months ago. Why are you bringing the shit up now in September? His situation with uh, Hangman Page was in May. He still was talking about it in August when his storyline with him was over. And then he brought up the Cole Cabana shit from February or April, whatever. Well, I think it was April when they first announced that Cole Cabana. It was before Super, Super Car of Honor. And that was what? In March, April? So he was bringing shit up from six months ago. So this man walks around bitter and still uh, not letting go of the past. He just, you know, and, and Kevin Owens had to say something. Even Eric Bischoff went as far as to say, dude, let it go already. You know what I'm saying? Because he walks around pissed off at stuff that happened months ago. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I think he should get fired. I I'm sorry. He should get fired. He planted that whole seed. He planted the whole seed of this whole commotion. Whether the Young Bucks went and triple kicked the damn door down, whatever they did, none of that would have happened if he would have not called them out. Okay? That's the way I see it. These scrums, let's be realistic. These freaking scrums, first of all, AEW is not in the NBA, Major League Baseball, or NHL, or the NFL to be having these stupid-ass scrums. Why do we have these scrums for who? For these fake-ass journalists who act like they, like Wrestling Inc. and what culture, all these fake-ass dirty that act like they journalists? No. Why do you have this? Because Tony Khan is a mark. Tony Khan is like a little kid. Once he got his little toy, he this is why right now, you know, the House of Black, it's, it's done. Thanks to fucking Tony Khan. We'll be right back with more of this uh, CM Punk elite situation. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Jada Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid. And you're listening to the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. And we're back. So, so let's talk about what is going to happen now that, uh, you know, we saw CM Punk's going to be out for eight months. 
out of AEW. And now they started a, a tournament of champions, which we saw this past week. We saw Hagman Page versus Brian Danielson. And then we saw Sammy Guevara on Darby Allen on Rampage. This week coming up, we're going to see now uh, uh, Brian Danielson against Chris Jericho again for the second time. And then we're going to have the uh, Sammy Guevara versus uh, John Moxley. Out of this tournament, I see uh, Brian Danielson versus John Moxley Part 2. Because that match never got settled uh, during this whole episode. So, with that being said, uh, Tony Khan, again, when it came out on, even though it was a pre-recorded, you could tell, he announced that the AEW title was vacant. It was going to be part of a tournament. We saw Death Triangle uh, win the... Uh, the trio's title by defeating best friends. Uh, so now Death Triangle uh, finally got titles again. Pac is a double champion because remember he's an all elite, uh, all, uh, uh, elite Atlantic champion. So he got double titles. And Tony Khan went and put uh, Claudio Costelloni versus Dax Harwood this past Friday for the Ring of Honor title, which was a pretty good match. Uh, I don't get why they keep putting Madison Rain in these matches and she wrestled Serena Deeps this past week. But anyway, with this happening, AEW went and um, tried to reset on what happened. You know, uh, so we saw that match. We saw the Danny Garcia become the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. Uh, so my question is, do we need the elite OCM Punk in the roster of AEW? Not really. We don't really need CM Punk. Let's be realistic. They were doing well without CM Punk. The only difference is that CM Punk sells merchandise. He sells a lot of shirts. He sells a lot of merch. But let's be realistic. Tony Khan has to think now, has to double, has to double think this, this situation. The fact that CM Punk is getting hurt a lot. He got hurt. He has foot hurt. Now he got his bicep hurt. He's a walking. He is a walking injury. Let's be realistic. He's a walking injury, and that could be a big, big-time problem for uh, Tony Khan, who wants to put CM Punk as his top guy. Well, your top guy is not going to be around for eight months. And then the question comes around is, does CM Punk come back as a babyface, or he comes back as a heel? I think he should be coming back as a heel because the, he, the, the, the shitstorm that he just put right now, a lot of people don't agree uh, agree with me about him getting fired. I mean, he did put all elite wrestling in a bad, bad situation. Because remember, all elite has to answer to another entity, and that is Warner Media Discovery. Okay, if Warner Media Discovery tells Tony Khan, "Look, we can't have this man here. He's a problem. He's a cancer in the locker room." We can't have him as a world champion. You know, Tony Khan's going to have to do it. But here's the problem. Knowing CM Punk, he will go and countersuit or sue AEW and say, well, I was working here and it was a dangerous environment. You know, the, 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 the top authority figure threatened my life or threatened me or whatever. You know, so it's a lose-lose situation with CM Punk being there. Unless uh, CM Punk can't come back for the eight months or whatever. I mean, 
does he really come back? I mean, he's still on the contract with AEW, you know? Or does it Tony Khan buy out his contract and whatnot? It's 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 crazy because now that leaves AEW in the middle of a, of a situation. It's funny that a couple of months ago we were all talking about WWE and their craziness and what was going on in the back and whatnot. You know, I mean, when WWE was more of Vince McMahon being a you know a, a, a sex predator. Yep, I'm gonna say a sex predator. Um, compared to Tony Khan, who's being a little mark because he got his little toys, but not all his wrestlers are fighting against each other. You know, so again, you know, this is the reason why uh, I am a big New Japan fan because New Japan, you don't see none of this shit in the back, none of it, none of it. You know what I'm saying? It's straight wrestling. I just finished watching the G1 Climax. And that G1 Climax every year, it just amazes me. Yeah, you're probably going to say why I started, uh, why I finished watching the G1 now. Because there's so many wrestling going on that I don't, you don't have a chance to watch everything. I still haven't catched up with MOW. I still haven't catched up with New Japan Strong. You know, I know Fred Raza is the champion now. Aussie Open is the champion in the tournament uh, they had. But... Other than that, it's it's been like the 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 lens, the scope has been on WWE and AEW the last couple of months, you know, uh, and, and you can't you can't say oh you know um, why are you not watching Impact? Well, I don't care about Impact. To be honest, Impact just it just doesn't doesn't suit me at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the fact that Impact allowed Motor City Machine Guns to come out all out that was something that. Raise an eyebrow for me because I'm like, are they working together? You know, so we don't know. But um, you know, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. But this whole thing way leaves AEW right now. AEW right now is now walking on a tightrope. Yes, walking in a tightrope because of all this nonsense that happened. There's too many egos in there. Somebody has to be in charge. Supposedly, uh, on the the night of Dynamite. They had a, a, a talent meeting where it was uh, led by Chris Jericho, John Moxley, and Brian Danielson. Three guys who've been in the business, which is perfect. You know, and then that, that Moxley uh, promo that he did was very, very, uh, you know, passionate. MJF came back, and of course, MJF is MJF, but he's still with that bidding war for all 24 uh, into, the, into his little storyline. I mean, they still got a year and a half to put the title on him. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, it's crazy. But And then, and I, and I want to bring this up because I've been seeing this a lot. A lot of people are saying, well, if Cody Rhodes would have been in AEW, none of this would have happened. Listen, Cody Rhodes left for that reason because he wanted more money. His ego got involved in the whole thing. And I believe that he got on... Uh, MJF's ear about him trying to get out of his contract and come to WWE. Okay, nobody's nobody's a savior as far as when it comes to AEW. Okay, because there's a lot of egos, and, and Cody Rhodes had an ego. He thought that he should be getting paid CM Punk money, Brian Danielson money, Adam Cole money, and that's where he left. And where he's at, he's in the he's in the in, in the injured list. So. For people to say, oh, if Cody Rhodes would have been there, none of this would have happened. It still would have happened. Because this is all egos. Do you know what I'm saying? The problem is that Tony Khan, he pushes a group or a person 
to a certain extent, and then he just, okay, let me stop him here. And that is why a lot of these wrestlers are frustrated. Andrade's. Andrade's been there, and, and every time I turn around, Andrade's is losing. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with House of Black. House of Black, you know, they, they, they were in the middle. They lost the Dark Order in the freaking Trios tournament. What? And then to top it off, then you saw him, uh, uh, Tommy Ann, also known as Malachi Black, after, the, after his match with Darby, Sting, and Miro, threw a kiss to the fans because he knew that was it. Only losing Malachi Black is bad. You cannot afford to lose a talent like that. You know what I'm saying? And you just lost them. Just because you want to keep pushing the agenda of the elite, the the you know the same guys all over again. Uh, who you know? Adam Cole hasn't been now. Adam Cole, he can't do the undisputed era thing. Uh, the elite undisputed elite because now Kyle O'Reilly is hurt and Bobby Fish left. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish even went as far this week as to uh, challenge CM Punk into a uh, martial art fight. Even Kenta from New Japan got involved in that. He said, I agree, Bobby. You know, and that's another thing. CM Punk no one, no part of Kenta. He stole that go to sleep from Kenta. And anybody can tell me otherwise, oh, he stole that from Kenta. Okay. Even though he got the uh, uh, kind of vice and whatnot, but he stole that move from Kenta. I, honestly, I lost total respect for CM Punk after the whole uh, this whole scenario that he had. Uh, totally lost respect for him. I mean, and I was a big advocate for CM Punk to come to AEW, but when I saw him asking for a ridiculous price to come to AEW, I think two years ago, and I'm like, you know what? We really don't need CM Punk here. But when he came the uh, summer of last year, this time last year, and was like, oh, it, it, he sounded like he changed, he changed his leave, and he was this, he was, and I'm like, okay, I mean, all right, he's cool, but then, you know, uh, then reports are coming in about the Coke banner thing, and then he comes back and, and, and a couple of weeks before All Out, starts bashing everybody, Eddie Kingston, uh, uh, John Moxley, uh, he, he, he shitted on everybody. Adam Page called him out, went, went to business for himself. Dad, I was like, what is his problem? And CM Punk old self came back out again. The old CM Punk from 2012, the pipe bomb uh, uh, CM Punk came out and decided to shit all over the company this past Sunday. And went after the elite. The elite responded. Do I agree what the elite did? No. Because they could have said let's talk. Whatever. But I guess they they went up to him aggressively. Whatever. And CM Punk already probably had it out for the elite. You know. Because they defended Cole Cabana. That's what it's all about. He's mad at them because he defended. They defended Cole Cabana. And they. I mean they're going to defend Cole Cabana. They go back from Ring of Honor days. But. You got you got situations like that with uh, with CM Punk. I mean, again, now this leads me to believe that he was a problem in WWE. And, you know, I mean, is he ever going to come back? Are the people going to respect him for that? I mean, he's still got his CM Punk. He's still got his fans. He's going to have all those people that support him. I, for one, will not be supporting him after that. This guy went after less than a year, a year, from talking all this nonsense, talking about 
He even went as far as talking about Sasha Banks and Naomi. Oh, no matter what is going on with your in the company, and whether you like your 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 peers or not, always stick by them because you're family. What happened, CM Punk? What happened? That's not what. This is not what I'm hearing from you now, right? Anyway, that is it for me. I mean, again, I mean, unbelievable. That's all I can say. Unbelievable. This this was like a real kick in the ass to AEW, walking around like very very cocky, like oh we're the best and all that. But all this just blew up in their face. Maybe this was a wake up call to Tony Khan and he stopped the bullshit. That's the way I see it. So that is it for me today, guys. I thank you once once again to listening to my. Chokeslam Wrestling Report audio podcast. Uh, again, guys, you can follow me on uh, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Popbean, and any audio podcast platforms that you guys like to listen to your regular shows. You can also follow my Chokeslam Wrestling Report in YouTube. I have a channel there. Uh, you can check out my content. I just put the uh, latest video. I put it on Monday. Talk about CM Punk, all that stuff. You can check that out. Uh, this is uh, it was Monday, but because a lot of the reports were not coming in, uh, so I gave you a my view on it. But check out the other contents. I got a, a lot of content in there. So you know, I have a playlist there. You guys, whatever you want to check, I got all of them. It's almost three years worth of stuff. But you can always check it out and you know and support the channel. Also, guys, you can check out my YouTube store. No, I'm sorry. No, let me let me correct that. It's not a YouTube store. It's a merchandise store for the cha- uh, the podcast store. It's tcwr.veryimpressive.com. That's tcwr.veryimpressive.com. Uh, you could check out that uh, website to check out the shirts, the hoodies, and the hats that I got there. The Chokeslam Wrestling Report will be sponsoring the Chris Cage versus Joe Burak. At Project Codename Reload in uh, Union, New Jersey, at the Boys and Girls Club on September 24th. I want to thank, give thanks to Project Codename Wrestling uh, for allowing me again to sponsor another match, especially with the Chris Cage versus Joe Burrock match, which I had both of those gentlemen on my show a month ago, and they really, you know, you guys want to check it out, you could go check it out and see the interviews. And whatnot. So check out support project code name, support independent wrestling, and whatnot. So uh, check that out. Also, guys, you can follow me on the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, check that out. I usually be more on Twitter. Support the podcast. I would appreciate it. And whatnot. So that, I guess that's it. If I'm correct. Uh, also, you can check my Chokeslam Wrestling Report on TikTok. Also, you can find me on TikTok. I put stuff in there. So I'm everywhere, guys. Even Anchor. Anchor, I'm all over the place when it comes to Anchor. I'm all over the uh, international, Argentina, Russia. Uh, I know Russia right now is not in good place for anybody. Slovakia, Japan, Taiwan. Uh, I'm everywhere. So, guys, again, thank you for the support. Thank you for everything. And also, guys, if you want to check out my, uh, my interview, not my interview, but an interview I had with... Uh, Jay Santi from the Chokeslam. I'm not not a Chokeslam. That's my podcast. Hello. We're doing uh, from Turbuckle Tabloid. Jay Santi. He had me and Michael J. Sorrentino to talk about the CM Punk situation. 
uh, that's up already on um, on all audio outlets. I believe even uh, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also you can go check out RageWorks.com. You'll find his podcast in there. Uh, all all the episode he has is so go and support my boy Jay and the Turnbuckle Tabloid family over here. He's always gonna be family. So check it out, guys. And that is it for me today. Until then, guys, I'll see y'all next week. Be safe and be blessed.